They were game collectors. And they were the best of pals. Talked about a podcast. And now they're here to fill your hour. Power on. Retro Gaming Podcast. Power on. Retro Gaming Podcast. Power on. Retro Gaming Podcast. Hello and welcome back to episode 31 of the Power On Retro Gaming Podcast. My name is Scott and join with me, as always, is James. How are you, James? I'm good, mate, as always. How are you? Yeah, going very well. So here we are again, and we're going to talk about some some games and possibly some other things. So let's um let's get your weekend review. Why don't you tell us what you've been up to, what you've been playing, what you've picked up, what you've thought about playing, perhaps, or just just general life as a gamer. Yeah. So I've thought about getting back into Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla. That hasn't happened. I moved on to another game, and <laughs> that was just... Um, it was for free, like, I think it was last year or possibly the year before on the PlayStation Network. Um, yeah. Now they do their monthly games. Um, Horizon Chase Turbo. It's just like an indie game, but it is so much fun. I've been playing it whenever I get an opportunity and I've just been trying to get first place all tokens because yeah. it's not just about winning you've got to collect other things inside the race as well mm-hmm. so I've been trying to achieve like everything but that has held my attention for the last week and a bit has it? Um, on the weekend I we were at my cousin's and I took the 3DS and yeah. I played a bit of Batman Arkham Blackgate yep which I mentioned on a couple of podcasts ago that I picked that up, and yeah, I'm finding it quite fun. It's it's very different than the home console games, um, that's for sure. But for what it is, it's pretty good on just your 3DS, um, having no issues with it so far. And in terms of pickups, I haven't Drum picked <laughs> any new games up. I did finish. Now before I go on, I did finish Max Payne. I was talking about that on the last podcast. Yeah, um, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, oh, good. It was a great game. I want to play Max Payne 2, as I mentioned on the last podcast as well, but I don't really want to pay for it on Steam, and I want to play it on console, but none of the networks have it. I'm currently deciding on what to do. Like, I'm like, should I wait? Because I know I've got it on the PlayStation 2, so I just yeah. wait till I unpack everything and i can play it there on the home console or do i just bite the bullet and play it on the computer and just get the mouse out and set that up and give it a go but yeah i'm tossing and turning on that one before i go on with any like pickups because they're not gaming pickups Mm. i'll get you to answer what games have you been playing oh well i had a um a bit of an interesting week i guess i've just been Obviously, I had a few days off, so I was um, setting up some older consoles, and I, I was playing a little bit of Mario Kart on the Wii yep. uh, with, with my wife, which has been fun, because we've been together for, what, almost 12 years, and we've played games, I think, together like three times. Yeah, Halo it's two, just not much of a game. No, <laughs> Halo 2, Street Fighter Alpha 3, and now Mario Kart Wii, so we're playing a little bit on um, Saturday morning, and yeah. um, to spike her interest, I would deliberately stop and let her catch up and beat me because they'd yeah. be like, "Oh, let's go again," you know, pump her up. But um, 
yeah, she's currently under the impression that she can beat me. She may well be able to, but um, <laughs> I did. Yeah, there was a lot of stopping, and that stopped me just saying that because I'm a sore loser. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's been quite fun because I never played that um, when the Wii came out. I didn't have that game, so it's cool to go yeah. back and play that, but also have you know the Wii games back in um, back in my game cycle, which is really cool. Um, it's got a good catalogue of games if you actually go back and play them. Yeah, well, the thing I actually um, when I started collecting, I got a lot of stuff from the US on the Wii, and obviously it's not region compatible um yeah so i don't really know until i try them out what works and what doesn't but there is probably about i took out every game that i'm interested in playing there's probably about 14 titles that i've sat um in the cupboard next to the i'm playing them on the wii u i transferred the data over but um yeah and then i found all the controllers and stuff and had to like sync them and that took a little bit of time because they're sort of aftermarket ones that i couldn't work out how to do them and you know you have to sort of take the back cover off and put a pin and reset it then Yep. all this stuff so i just sort of got that going i have intentions to play skyward sword and finish that off that was sort yep. of the um the mindset behind setting that up um yeah, we're talking I, about that last uh last fortnight yeah because we were, we were basically cleaning up our spare room and there's a lot of games and stuff in there and there's a lot of games in the shed that are in cardboard boxes and i wanted to put them into plastic tubs so yeah i started cleaning and i found all the gamecube stuff so i was like i'll get the gamecube set up and i've got one that's a japanese gamecube um, one power region and i have the hdmi to av converter for the gamecube however yeah, it doesn't yeah. work with a power model um, oh, okay so i set that up testing it out um and i couldn't get it to work but it did work with the japanese gamecube which funnily enough has the Game Boy advance adapter in it which is playing power region Game Boy advance games Interesting. Um, i don't know if there's actually a region on Game Boy advance games but i'm no, using there, that there isn't no, so I got out all my Japanese GameCube games, which I've probably got about 14 of them as well. Um, different games, some playable, some not. We'll find out. And just put them to the side to sort of cycle through them as well. Um, yep. And, yeah, the other game, the GameCube's just sitting there at the moment. However, it doesn't connect to the TV in the lounge room. So um, when I want to play that, I'll have to set it up in the bedroom. Uh, also set up the PS2 um, in the bedroom. Um just to sort of get that going again to try and finish off some of the older Final Fantasy games, Final Fantasy X and such. But all I can say is he's back, baby. He's back, yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's actually funny because you know we, we as we're cleaning up, um, you know, my wife's sort of trying to make you know let's get this place set up and safe for the baby and such. And I'm like thinking to myself like, oh, I can set up the Sega Genesis and then like have that, you know, like in my yeah. mind I'm thinking a completely different thing. But yeah, to um to answer your question there, um. Yeah, Mario Kart on the Wii. I started playing Monster Hunter World on the Xbox One again. Yep. Uh, I had played probably about 20 minutes of it a long time ago, and now I actually started to do some quests on that. However, playing it, it made me feel like going back and playing the one on the Wii U, which I'm pretty far in. Yeah, so, I remember you sinking a lot of hours into that one. Yeah, I sunk a lot of hours into that. So I'm like, why don't I just go back and finish that? Um, yep. So I'm thinking about I actually feel bad playing it i'm like i should really go and finish that other one because they're big games mm-hmm. you know you come so far and then just to I think you put up. like 70 80 hours into that yeah i was it was like i was loving it it's a big like there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of game to play in that yep. <laughs> a lot of stuff you can do so yeah i played a bit of that i started um finally uh giving it another go is banjo tui on mm-hmm. the the rare replay yeah, uh, yeah. 
I haven't ventured into setting up the 64 yet. I just want to be able to play it without having the corded controller. Yeah, fair so enough. So played a little bit of that. It's it's more so just starting it up and getting over the hurdle of starting something because sometimes it can get a bit like, oh, I don't want to start too many things. But um, started playing that, yeah. um, continuing on with Diablo on the Xbox as well. Yep. How's that going? It's very okay. Yeah, it's good. It's something I can just sort of play with ease because you just sort of go through the, you know, the different quests and, you know, it tells you where to go. It's very easy to play. Fun game. Very it's, relaxing. It's kind of like Horizon Chase Turbo for me because it's like, do I really want to get into the Assassin's Creed game, which is such a big game, like people are sinking like 80 to 100 plus hours into, while I'm just picking up something easy that I really don't have to think about too much? Yeah, it's well, just, that's it. It's that feeling, and I get it. Yeah, well, that's that's something I've been playing on the Xbox, um, along with a little bit of Killer Instinct. Yep, it's been fun. that's right. Um, Wanted me to download that? Yeah, well, man, it's good. It's really, really good. The graphics are amazing, and it's a really good fighter. And it's got the Battletoads in it. The last sort of... time I played the Killer Instinct on the Xbox was the launch night of the Xbox One, uh, because they oh, had actually set had up... It, no, the uh, EB Games had the had the game on um like before midnight struck. Yeah. Because they were handing out drinks and we're playing games and there was like a competition going on, oh, and okay. we're playing Killer Instinct. Oh, wow. So I they did had okay. A, you did, did okay. okay. Well, yeah. Like back when it first came out, I had I think it had like four players, and now yep. when you go on it, it's got like every character ever. Plus Battletoads, plus, you know, other DLC characters, plus new characters. Um, most of them you have to purchase, which sucks, but, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, so that would have been the last time I played it, and that was, like, 2013-14, whenever it came out? Yeah, well, it was, it was cool, because I don't remember this, but the other night when I was playing it, um, I, like, selected, I think it's Rash is in it. Yep. I do remember all three of them being in it, but they must have got rid of the other two. Maybe that was just the memory. Anyway. Play against Rash, and as you select him, it's got that music going like do 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 do, like the yeah like, yeah however it goes, you know how it goes. Yeah. The Battletoads music, and I was like, that's sick, man. Like that's really cool. Um, it's cool. Little touch I liked. Uh, yeah. So that on PS4, I've been cycling through. I downloaded Metal Slug Double X. I'm playing a little bit of that. Yep. Final Fantasy XV. Um, Zero Life Six. I've been playing as well, and Dragon Age which has been fun. Okay. Which one? Uh, what's it called? It's like Inquisition. Inquisition? Yep. Yeah, Inquisition. Yeah. So that, I like it. It's good. Oh, good, good. The the problem, Paige, I got that for Paige yeah. because she loves those sorts of games, but it kept crashing on her. Like she's installed it like four times and every time it just crashes. I don't know if it's the Xbox One disc or there's something wrong with our copy. I have no idea. But well, it's I've cheap tried... on the store. I mean, you could try it again. There's probably been updates, but yeah, I haven't had any issues yet. I'm not too far into it. Yeah. Uh, I did actually look at your trophy details on it and it said how many hours you played. It was about nine hours, and I probably only played about, you know, one hour, two hours. Yeah, so she tried it a few times and she cracked it and she's never touched cracked it again. Well, that's not but, good. Uh, no. I, yeah, I love so... it when I bring out my games and there's just like the certain fury that. 
every time I ask you, there's always bang, 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 bang. Yeah, it's so hypocritical because I really don't want to be that guy that's like I'm playing all these different things. I wish I could just play one thing and yep. I'm like trying so hard to get back to that where it's like I'm just playing this one game, I'm going to see it through. But for some reason, I just always do it. I, I like put something in just to do an update or I you know, see something and like, I'm like, oh, I just, I'm like driving home from work and I'm thinking about something. I'm like, oh, you know what? I might play that tonight. So, yeah. Um, it's a bad habit. Yeah. But I haven't really been playing many handheld stuff. Um, like there's still the same games that are probably listed in the last episodes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I haven't really, I haven't really touched that, but I am excited for the Wii to be back in rotation. Um, obviously a lot of great games on there. Shadow Run, um, Last Story. Yep. There's a couple of Final Fantasy games that I want to play there. There's a lot of stuff there that I've got about halfway through as well that I just never really got back to. So it's it's almost like bringing home a new console for me because it's very exciting <laughs> having you know all these games to play that I've been thinking about for a long, long time. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. When I set up the Wii, I think it was last year or the year before, it was the year before that, like I knocked off a fair few titles that I looked over... When the Wii came out, there was so much hype about like this motion control stuff, and then once the that all faded away, it kind of lost interest, and I went back to the PS3, and then all these good games came out, and you know what I was like a few years ago. I was chasing down every Wii game that I could because they were cheap, and I've got one hell of a collection now that once the new house is set up, I can go back into because... I unlocked some like treasures that I played a couple of years ago that I was just like, wow, this is great. Yeah, I was actually surprised by, you know, sound funny, but how little I have for the Wii. I've only really got the the good games. Yeah. I don't have any of the party games or anything like that. Just yep. the stuff that you'd probably be able to play if you're a, a gamer. Yeah, yeah. Um, like interested across all game platforms, but there's yeah, a, there lot a lot of obscure titles out there, yeah. and they're really good. Yeah, like, they've got the Lost in Blue game, and there's this pirate game that I'm interested in. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, like, anime games. So, yeah, there was actually a Dragon Ball Origins, I think it was called, on there. It's based off the Dragon Ball, which was the series before Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yep. Which I played on, and I thought that game was amazing. So, shout out to that game. Okay. But, yes, that's that's pretty much it for this week. Um, You know, I set all this up i set all the gamecubes up with the intention of playing mario sunshine i was looking forward to coming into this podcast and being like yeah i've played mario sunshine all week and you know yep. here i am yeah but i didn't actually the thing is the gamecubes are set up but i haven't found the games so i've only found the japanese games so okay and have um, you got found yeah. a memory card for it as well yeah memory cards were still in there but i had to put them to the side because um little man crawls up and pulls them out he has this okay. thing that he does where, because they've all got lights on them when you turn a console on, he goes to the light and he just pushes the button. Yeah, yeah. Um, can't do that with the GameCube because the button's on the top, but he does pull the whole thing out. So. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> it's quite, it's funny the first time, that's for sure. Yeah, the first um, time, yes. <laughs> yeah, you'll be playing. He does it a lot with the Xbox One. You'll be playing and you'll watch him go towards you like, no, 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 and then he turns it off. Yeah. Like, oh, God love him. He's quick, um, that one. Yeah, he's moving. Yeah, so that's that's fun. But you usually you can just give him a controller for something else. He'll just sit there and muck around with that for a while, which is pretty funny. Mind you, yeah. this is the rare time that he's there while I'm actually doing it. It's usually while he's asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's it for um, games that we've been playing this week. However, there's um, in terms of pickups, it's it's really only that Metal Slug um, 
double X. Yep. And gee, I don't think there was anything else I got this week. Yeah, I think that was it. Um, yeah. Well, what about you? Do you get any? You want to talk about anything you, you picked up? Um, not in terms of games. I was just close to picking up Destroy All Humans on the PS4 today, but it was like half price, and I went against it because I'm like. I've got other games to be there at the moment. Um, yes. That's usually not like me. Usually I pick it up. Um, but I did go to the toy store yesterday, uh, which you know, um, and this is a retro toy store. Um, I picked up uh, an R Real Monsters, a couple of figurines there. So we got Ickus and Oblina, which are two of the main um, characters. And... Yep. They're pretty cool. They, when you move them from the behind, they do their scare faces. And I actually, when I went to purchase them, I didn't know they actually did that, and I accidentally flicked it. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. Mm. <laughs> like I vaguely remember the toys as a kid. I had one of Ipkiss, but not this one. So I was pretty excited when I when I saw it, and I'm like, I've got to have this. And yeah. um, you've been after the 13-inch Michelangelo for a while now, and we finally were able to get it for you. Um, yeah, I think I good. sent out a um, a memo to all my pals, like, keep an eye out for this. It was rather expensive on eBay and um, not readily available in Australia, unfortunately, with the weapons. And, yeah, it's the weapons the other three. Yeah. that are hard to come by. You can find, find them by themselves, but they're generally pretty scratched and marked up but this one's in pretty good neck besides like a little mark on his chest plate but the nunchucks are there so yeah yeah that's cool man thanks for doing that that's all right and so what's this, um, where'd you find this store it's just local obviously it's local but do you just stumbled across it or yeah so i stumbled across it from one of the guys in the tmnt groups uh he posted about it like a couple of months ago and then my wife and i we go there like every Sunday or whenever. Oh, yeah, it's pretty much every Sunday uh, to go see Chad down there. So I posted up a quick little video on Instagram um, and on the Facebook page, but, like, the full video will go up on the Facebook page. But this place is in Blackburn South uh, near the train station. Lovely. And, and uh, what's the pricing like? The pricing on everything, it's generally pretty good prices. Some things can be a bit high, but... Majority of things are actually very good prices. You got any um, big ticket items in there that you got your eye on? Big ticket? Nah, look, things have sold since the first few months because not many people knew about it. Um, there was like a giant TMNT in the box of Leonardo that I had my eye on for a while, uh, mm-hmm. but that's sold. And I'm a little shattered that I missed out on that one, but probably shouldn't have bought it anyway because it's too much. <laughs> But it was in decent nick. Where does he like get all his stuff? Is he a collector or something? Yeah, he's a collector. People trade in their stuff and they'll get money back and then or they'll put it towards something else. But yeah, he's a collector for years back, but everyone just comes in and brings their stuff and sells and it's you know, it's a good little business. Oh lovely, good, okay. Good guys there. Yeah. Well that's uh I'll have to get in there and have a look. Yeah. I highly recommend the store. Um so it's Aaron's collectibles for anyone listening. Um it's in Blackburn near the train station. If you look it up, you'll be able to find it on Google. And um, besides that, that's all I picked up 
for the week. Um, yeah. No gamers this week? No, no games, no games. Uh, just what I've been playing, and I was this close to getting Destroy All Humans today, but I didn't pull the trick on it. Yeah, how's, um, just an offbeat question here, how's your interest in new games? Do you have, are you watching so sort of up and, I saw there was a Ninja Turtles game coming out, like, are you interested in that? Is there anything on the PlayStation 5 or, you know, an upcoming release that you're excited about? I'm interested in the Turtles game, um, because it's the Revenge of Shredder is homage to the old arcade games. But in terms of what's coming out, it's, I need a PS5 to play the games, but I'm going to wait till after like Ratchet and Clank comes out because that's one of my go-to games. I always buy Ratchet and Clank on the console and they'll be probably, I think, September when I'll get it. Yeah, okay. But that's about it. Nothing really is drawn me in with games recently. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, like the Nintendo Switches let me down. The Xbox uh, Series X, you can't get your hands on. PlayStation 5, you can't get your hands on. There's nothing really coming out on the PS4 or the current Xbox One that hasn't been already released. So we're in that period where it's more of a waiting game. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't, yeah, there's not much that's sort of that I've got my eye on, really, no. No. It'd be no. hard for, like, your retail stores at the moment who strictly sell games. I don't know. Like, I went past EB Games, two of them, today. So I was at Forest Hill and I quickly went by Knox and there was, like, no one in there. Well, like, the stores are pretty bare, to be honest. I went into the Eastland one the other day to have a look at the Xbox stuff and there was hardly anything on the shelf. Yeah. It, yeah. I assume they're on the way, they're on their way out. Like, it'll only be another couple of years, but... yeah. Like the Zing store, there was like 20 people in there. That's right next door. Yeah, EB yeah. Games. Um, it's struggling these it's days. It's struggling, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, there is one game, um, Monster Hunter Stories 2, which I played the first one on the Game Boy. But, yeah, I mean, I won't be rushing out for it, but that's probably something that I got my eye on. Well, there you go. At least there's something. But... At least there's something. But, yeah, I think it's sort of coming to a conclusion in terms of my excitement towards new games. Yeah, like, just got to wait for consoles to become readily available. And because I'm finding that this launch window is probably the worst launch window of any consoles as far back as I can remember. Like, I remember PS4 or Xbox One. There were still some games, and they were still steadily coming out. But Yeah, at the like, moment, I couldn't even tell you one game that's on the PS5. I know that Assassin's Creed's on there, but apart from, like, a brand new game... Yeah, there was, like, Miles Morales, but, that once again, all oh, games yeah, came to PS4. Yeah, most of them are on PS4 as well, aren't they? Yeah, it, there's no... I don't understand why everyone was rushing out or wanting to pay, like, scalpers' prices when you can just wait on this. Like, why there's did, nothing why massive they, coming out. Why is it the hardware now over the games? I have no idea. Like, when yeah. 64 released, it was all about, like, okay, we had Star Fox, GoldenEye, Mario 64, and Mario Kart were, like, some of the release titles. Yeah. And it was exciting because those offer a lot, those games. Yeah. Whereas with the PS5, okay, you can buy the PS5, but the games you can also get on the PS4. Ah. Uh, 
So I, like, I, I, I what are you gonna do? Watch Netflix it, on your PlayStation? I'm about I'm about the games, you know. I'm, I don't really care about the console. Yeah, exactly. I'm about the games as well. The games and the experience, and pretty ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah, I don't right. know. All right, let's get into it. This episode, we're going to talk about our top five GameCube games that we we owned as kids. I guess you could say. Yeah. <laughs> what year did the GameCube come out? Two thousand. Uh, it'd be two thousand and two. Two years, something like that. Yeah, or anyway, so we're young, younger, young adults, perhaps. Yeah, I'd say teenagers, early teenagers. So just, um, just another point to make again. Um, yeah, it is the games that we owned. So I know there might be games that you feel that should be in our top fives, but if we didn't own it, it's on the list. So mm-hmm. why don't you give us your number five? Number five. Well, I'm going to first. I know I've mentioned this in the past, but for people who haven't listened to it. Um, I know with you, you got your GameCube pretty early on its release. Is that correct? Yes, yeah. Yeah. So for me, I had the PS2 pretty much near launch. Uh, so this was a bit of an afterthought for me um, because of a certain game that is in my list and is my number one spot. But my number five, I went with Smash Melee. Mm. Uh, that was my number That's five game. version. Yes, Melee. Yeah. Um, why I chose this as my number five, um, I didn't have that many GameCube games at the time because I did get it quite late. Um, it would have been like maybe 2004 when I picked up the GameCube. Um, so I was trying to catch up, and this game, like my stepbrothers and I, we would play the Super Nintendo. Uh, Oh, the Super Nintendo 64 version all the time. Yeah. Um, it was one of our favorite games to play. Um, I'd be Samus, uh, my stepbrother Jeremy would be Donkey Kong, and Ashley would be Metroid, and we'd be playing this for hours. That's all we did on school holidays or whenever I was there. And this carrying on to the GameCube, it was just so much better. Um, the graphics in it had improved the gameplay had vastly improved um, and the level designs were awesome. The weapons, the crates, it was just a really fun game. Um, it took it yeah. to another level with just how many characters there were now. Yeah, it was a masterpiece, wasn't it? It really was. Yeah, and people to this day still prefer uh, Melee over all of them, yeah. which is crazy. Because there's still competitions going on with this game. Yeah, it's um, accidentally. Um, I think they they describe it as accidentally perfect the the fighting style. Uh, I know that Brawl, which is another one for the Wii that I am yet to sort of really get into, but I have played a little bit of it. Yeah. Uh, I felt that that was just so foreign to me. Um, yeah, I love the the melee one. Um, and I remember even you coming over and we would play it together as well. Uh, it was just everyone could have fun with this game, and then. People who already knew the controls would even have even more fun with it. It was just, a, it's a very easy, friendly game to learn and then yeah. continue on playing and get really good at. Yeah, well, um, that's right. It was extremely cool. Um, I can't speak too much on it because I may be speaking on it, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it was it was an extremely cool game. I played as Dr. Mario, yep. who um, was Mario, but the Dr. version. Yes, he was. And he wore a white also, coat. Also, one of your favourite 
games of all time. Well, I'm just speculating. Perhaps, perhaps. It may <laughs> well be. Yes, we might not need to do the episode if we keep <laughs> rounding them off in these episodes. No, but um, yeah, I remember just taking it over to my grandparents' house and just sitting up and playing the Target game or the Home Run Mini game or the 100 yep. Man Millie. Um, trying to unlock Mewtwo because I think you have to do a certain amount of hours to unlock him. Yep. You know, just playing with different characters and what I, the one thing I used to do the most is I'd set a character at level nine and then I'd have two guys on my team on level one and we'd just play that Hyrule Castle level where it's a large scale level um, and we'd just like fight the level nine and put him on yep. like you know ten stock and yeah just had a good time. But yeah, I burned some serious hours into that and yeah it was. Talk about, like, a step up from the 64 version. It just had everything and more. Yeah, 100%. Great. Yeah, that's... Um, I actually own it on the Japanese version. I was going to pop it in and see if, if, you know, what it was like. But I'm sure it's much the same. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure it would be the same. But that's cool, cool that you own both. Yeah, yeah, because the Japanese um, games have the paper sleeve. So I thought that yep. was an interesting sort of thing. And it, it sort of sticks more true to the game being about toys like playing with toys if you recall that was the whole theme around star fox ah not star fox which will be coming up shortly around super smash brothers yeah yeah it was like you know how in the first um cinematic it's like he's playing with these little action figures and they come to life and yeah Yeah. so that's that was cool but yeah i'll uh leave it there and i'll go into my what number five i guess you'd say which i just sort of gave away which was um dinosaur planet also known as Star Fox Adventures. Um, okay, yep. So I really liked this game. I thought it was great. Everyone didn't like it, but um, yeah, I thought it was awesome. Did you so play it? I didn't play it. I, I've, I've got it now. Um, yeah. It's more of like a 3D game than your yeah, like Star Fox it's, it's more like Assault. Zelda, I guess you'd say. It's um, made by Rare. So yeah, they're working so... on a game called Dinosaur Planet, and then the... Um, you know, the guys from Nintendo got a hold of it and said, well, why don't you make it into a Star Fox game? Because we've got, you know, this this character sitting here and we yep. think it would work with this game. So um, they did that. They changed the whole thing. So you're no longer flying around shooting things. You're now mm-hmm. on, the, on the ground with a spear, you know, collecting different things and doing tasks. And, yeah, it's like a, it's a it's an RPG. So it's, yep. yeah, I, I thought it was a bit of a, a change, but, you know, I, I really, really liked it. And, um you know, it was a lot like Zelda. The, the combat was sort of cluggy and a little bit different. But, you know, if you if you give it a, a decent go, I found it to be pretty cool. The end sort of wrapped up a bit funny. But, um, you know, the, all the characters there and it was a decent game. If you haven't played it, it's sort of hard to talk about. But No, like I know of it and I know there's a good story behind it. Um, I'm pretty sure it could have been better, but. I'm pretty sure Rare got bought out by Microsoft at the time. Mm. Um, and that's why there was a changeover in development. Is that correct? Well, it was developed as their final game, yeah. But it doesn't say anything about... My notes didn't say anything about them doing it halfway through. I think they just... They de- already pretty much developed a whole game, but then they just went back through it and put Star Fox into it. So, you know, you okay. had like more acting and stuff. But, yeah, it's basically centred around... Um, crash landing on a on a dinosaur planet, yeah, and having to you know do tasks for the dinosaurs. I can't really recall too much of the story, but they've definitely like pushed Andros into there, <laughs> into the um, into the story, and yeah, all the characters try and like wind it back to the original 
um, Star Fox sort of theme. But um, yeah, it was it was enjoyable. It's frustrating at times. It's a little bit funny to control, but yeah. Um, and there is sections where you play in the um, in the ships and you fly around and shoot stuff. So it sort of plays homage to the original games. No good. Good. Did um, you play Assault? I did. That one was okay. Yeah. When I played the one on the Wii U recently, semi-recently, I was like yeah. blown away by how cool it was in those first couple of levels. Yeah, because I think I played this one, then Assault, and then the one on the 3DS, and then the other one on the Wii U. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's that. But how about number four from you, my man? Number four, I was this close to picking a certain game, which I'm going to mention as my honourable mention, but I went with F-Zero GX. Yep. Um, I was a big fan of the game, uh, or the series, pretty much, from the Super Nintendo. Like, I never owned it on the Super Nintendo. I used to rent it all the time. Um, I just thought it was so fast-paced. It kind of reminds me of the uh, Turbo game that I'm playing at the moment. It's just very fast-paced, and you're got to make sure you're on the ball at all times or else you'll crash and lose um but moving on to the nintendo 64 once again never owned it hired it all the time the evolution from the super nintendo version to the 64 version was just a massive jump and now going on to the gamecube version it was an even further development in just the way the graphics how the cars moved the track design the grand prix everything i'm don't even know why they've stopped making this game uh, series because that was the last one that we had and it was the best one in my opinion. And I wish they would continue on this series because you could only get better. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if you've ever played uh, GX or the F-Zero series, but what are your thoughts on the, uh, the game itself? Well, I didn't own the GameCube one until we went to that garage sale a couple of years back, but... Um... Yep. I played a bit of the Super Nintendo one um, and a little bit on the Game Boy Advance, but I don't have a lot to do with the series outside of playing as Captain Falcon in yeah. um, Super Smash, Smash Brothers. But, yep. yeah, look, I can't really comment, man. It's not something I'm too familiar with. My friend Eric is pretty keen on the F-Zero game on the SNES, but apart from that, yeah, I've had little to no, um, little to no experience with it. So, yep. I mean, the soundtrack's awesome. The soundtrack, the music in it is great. Like, yeah. that's the only thing I, I can get, say about. It. <laughs> yeah, no, like, but th- yeah, that's um, fair enough. Like, I don't. As for the reason why we haven't seen that pop up again, yeah. uh, I can't tell you. It's like Star Fox; it's just sort of dead for now. Um, and I they just may just get look it. at. They might just look at it and go, "Okay, well, it's a racing game. There's no money in that." Maybe Possibly. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um. You know, like if I looked at the sales for the Star Fox game and I actually watched a little video on it on YouTube and how each one has sold, you know, increasingly, like as they've gone on, they've just, the sales have just diminished, like just plummeted. So even the games, well, the games weren't great, um, but yeah, F-Zero, it it has a loyal fan base, I'm sure, but it really is just a niche market now. Yeah. I mean, no one would be rushing out to get that on the Switch, I don't think. They should probably do a free-to-download game, maybe just redo the original one. Because um, yeah. I just think with, with Mario Kart there, like, what would be the point? Even put those characters into Mario Kart. Yeah, that, that'd be even good to say. But... Just to see if there's some DLC spark, you know, sell it for, like, 29 bucks. and just see if it gets 
a certain amount of sales to reach a threshold to go, okay, we might start looking into a new release. I'm positive there's plenty of people out there, not just me, who want a new F-Zero. Yeah. Well, that's good. But that's a good number four. What's um, your number four? Mine was Time Splinters 2. Ah, yes. Good game. Um, yeah, I. this is the first um, Time Splinters I played, and I played a lot of it. I know it was on the PlayStation 2 and Xbox. I think it was on the Xbox. But yeah, I yep. played a lot of it, a lot, a lot of multiplayer. We absolutely loved it. Um, I thought it was great. I loved all the characters. I loved how much there was to do in the game. Um, obviously made by the guys that did Goldeneye. Um, here I am, like, looking off into the distance, trying to remember what I wrote down about it when I've got the notes right in front of me on the computer. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was just, well, I loved I loved the story. I love the characters. Um, bit confusing because I had only played the second one. I was like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just a really really cool game. I don't know if you've played it or it might have been your top five, but um, uh, yeah, I have fantastic. played it. Um, actually, I think I own it on the GameCube as well. Mm. Uh, but I never owned it back then, so it's not on my list. And I didn't play it back then either. I believe it's like the same people who did like Goldeneye, Perfect Dark, and whatnot. Yep. Um. But it is a very fun game. The multiplayer is a real winner, and I like the time-traveling aspect. Yeah, okay. Um, that's one of my favorite things in movies and games, time travel. Yeah. And yeah. that's a big tick in my book that to play it. And the thing with time travel, it's always got a tick, tick with me. Oh, you like time travel. Okay. I do. I love it. Just not time cop. Just not. No, I don't. I hate the Super Nintendo game. But bring me the Van Damme movie any day. It's okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about number three? What do you got for me? Number three is a game that, to be fair, I didn't own it, but I hired it a lot, and I actually beat it by hiring it. And that was Resident Evil 4 on the GameCube. Um, played it on the PS4 once, and I actually preferred it on the GameCube. Um, I just thought it was an amazing game. This one was so much different than the others. Yep. And it absolutely blew me away uh, originally. Um, I haven't played it in a long time, so I know they re-released them on the PS4 and whatnot, but I haven't gone back to it. So hopefully it's still as fun to play. Yeah. But back then, I just remember it was like Friday nights at Blockbuster. I would hire it on the weekend. Yep. and try and get as far as I can and, and stupid village people, some of them like throwing the axe from a distance and you just got to make sure you get it before it hits you. Yep. This thing's popping out and you just got to row to save the president's daughter um, on the stupid castle. <sighs> Fun game. Scared me at times, but overall, like it's just such a great experience overall. Uh, if you haven't played it, you've got to play it. It's probably better back in the 2000s when it first came out. Yeah. But back then when I first played it, it, it was just an amazing experience. It was just something different. I yeah, I think um, absolutely fantastic game. One of my favorites of all time, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, the weapons, the characters, again, obviously links on from... Um, previous entries in the series 
Um, sort of goes a bit funny towards the end when you've got zombies with like machine guns and stuff, which yeah. is a sort of a trend in the later games. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the whole game it, it sort of has that survival horror and like um, even though they're not zombies, there is sort of like different mutant bosses and stuff to fight. Um, yep. But yeah, the story was really interesting, and I liked how. I don't usually like when you can change the character who can't really defend themselves and have to maneuver around, but in this case, I, I liked it, and I actually got so good at it and played it so many times that I knew what was going to happen before it happened and was able to do things. So, like for example, there's one scene where they run and they activate these cannons which rain down on you, yeah. um, fireballs, and I'd be able to move to a position where I could shoot them before they'd even activate that. So, okay. yeah, I played a lot of it. Um, great game. What are you buying? What are you selling? Yeah, that's, that was definitely... Um, that guy needs to be in Smash Bros, surely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, have we seen... Yeah, we have got Chris Redfield in Smash Bros, don't we? I believe so. I believe yeah. so. Um, even, like... What's he, what's he, like, Spanish guy in the game? What's his name? Leon. Like, oh, no, Leon. Leon. Uh, Carlos, is it Carlos? I, th- I think it is Carlos. Leon's the main character in it. Yeah. Um, when you run into the cabin with him, yeah, and they're just coming from all that the doors. That was so hard. And once it again, definitely, it plays better the on the GameCube. Sure, definitely plays better. Yeah, um, it was just one of those experiences that it was just like, wow. I know, right? I, like I got it on the PS4 and I tried to beat it on hard mode and I couldn't do it. But um, yeah, gee, I love playing it. It's yeah. a it's a great game, a great entry. And, yeah, that was my number three. What was yours? Uh, mine was Super Smash Bros. Melee. Um, yep. I won't go into too much detail because we've just spoken about it. But, yep. yeah, again, that's um, a great game and definitely has a spot in my top five. So that's all I can say about it that we haven't already spoken about. But um, number two for you? Number two is Mario Cat. Uh, Mario Cat. Dash, yes. Thinking about the new Mario, uh, or the latest <laughs> Mario that's come out on the Wii U and now reported on the Switch. But Mario Kart Double Dash is my favourite Mario Kart of all time. Um, I just love the pretty much changing of the characters uh, aspect and the different characters you've got can link up to different weapons and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I just found the whole concept and the game so much fun. Just it introduced so much more than what 64 had brought to the table. Like I loved the, um, you know, putting the grinders on so you could, uh, so you turn the corners smoothly and turbo off them. The levels just went to another level. Uh, the not levels, the races, sorry. Uh, if you haven't played this game, you you have to. It's in my opinion, it's the best in the series. Like was my favorite. This is just it was one of the first games I bought on the GameCube. Yep. And it's one of my favorites as well. Yeah, well, it's um, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty it's, awesome. Well, there's not really much to say. I mean, most of the Mario Kart games are. This one's probably the one that's flown under the radar a little bit, to be honest, because the Wii version made such a splash, and obviously the 64 one was massive. Yeah. Uh, but you know, most people don't really bring this up, so I'm glad it's in your top top five because it's it's definitely in a class of its own. I mean, mm-hmm. the graphics are awesome. The ability to sort of have a, a team racing rather than just one person and 
mixing up the the characters and the carts is um, really really awesome. Like this was a big stepping stone for the Mario Kart series. Like if you can see them from there, from Double Dash onwards, everything from this game has just gone into all the other games that have gone after. Yeah. So yep. you can see how much of a footprint it left in the series. Yeah, and I had um oh, I can never remember that character's name. The pink dinosaur thing that shoots the eggs. Birdo? Yeah. I used to play as her because yep. I liked her in the second game. Yeah. Doki Doki. But um, Doki Doki. Yeah, that was that was a cool game, man. Good on ya. I um, didn't know it. I didn't know it till later. Oh, okay. Um it is a good game. Uh what is your number two? Uh, number two was Resident Evil 4 as well. Um, you yeah. know, we just spoke about it, so I'm not going to go back onto it. But yeah, it was, uh, yeah, awesome game. Love it. It is. It's, I wish it was higher on my list, but it just couldn't knock off my record for me. Um, yeah, but... it's interesting that they're talking about remaking it. I don't think it really needs it. It's still, I feel like they're doing it as a cash grab to get the ball rolling until oh. I can get something onto the PS5, but. Yep. It doesn't need it, man. If anything, just take the same game and, you know, I don't know, upscale it. I don't, I don't really know. Like, it got yeah. a release on the PS4. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I agree, man. Well, let's see your number one. My number one is a game that I mentioned all the time, and I've mentioned it on the podcast before. It is the reason why I bought the GameCube. Uh, it is actually the sole reason why I bought the GameCube, and that is Metroid Prime. Um, absolutely loved Samus' adventures on the Super Nintendo, and I just had to play this game, and boy, did I love it. Good. Yeah, that, like <laughs> I've mentioned this game yeah, on this podcast it. many times. I've even done one, a review on it. Yeah. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but if you haven't played it, it's a big change from the old 2d games but it's got the same formulas in there it's just an exploration it's got that creepy vibes to it the music is great the action is amazing the boss battles are great and there's a whole series and where there's one two and three they've re-released it in a trilogy on the on the Wii. there's a fourth one coming out um See, that sucks, though, on the Wii, because you can only play it with the nunchuck and the controller. Yeah, I'd rather play it on the GameCube. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, I downloaded it on the Wii U, and then they're like, only you can use the motion controller. I'm like, that sucks. I don't want to use that. Yeah. So I didn't play it. I just want to wait till my GameCube set up, which it is. There you um, go. Make do sure those you games carry on? One, two, and three, they carry on the same story? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, that is a... Um, I haven't played too much of it. I've probably played a couple of hours of it, so... Um, I remember there being a lot of hype around that and the DS game that released when they first sort of both came out, the 3DS and the GameCube. Or the two, what was it back then? The DS, sorry. Oh, was it Hunters or something? Yeah, like some very early game. Yeah, I think it was Hunters. Metroid was back for a little while there. Yeah, like, well, it did well on the Game Game Boy Advance. Uh, You had your uh, Metroid Fusion that did really well, and then you had Metroid... First first mission, which was like a remake of the first game on the NES. Yeah, well, you had the um the original NES games actually released on the Game Boy Advance. Remember that they released like a heap of the old classics. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so all right, well that's that's awesome. That's your top five. 
Great. That's yeah, that's my top five. What is your number one though? My number one is The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker. Yeah. So I had a feeling it'd be that one. I beat this game and it was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. No, it's um Cell Shader, which I liked. I liked the Toon Link look. Um I liked the story, I liked the music, I liked the travelling around the ocean aspect of it. You um, liked that aspect. Yeah, I did. I, I, I don't know. It was something, because it was a little bit different, um, and I sort of played it a little bit in isolation. I was off work for some time with an injury, and I played it during that period. And, you know, like, my parents would go to work during the day, and I'd just be at home playing that. And it's sort of like, because it's a very lonely game. You're on your own a lot of the game. Um, so I just like, I don't know, I just connected with it a little bit. Um, I downloaded it on the Wii U, never played it. Yeah. But yeah, like I like the spin-off games as well, Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. Um, and obviously it's it's carried some weight because Toon Link's popped up in Smash Rubbers. Yep. So like, yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was really cool. Um, yeah, didn't sell the, the best, but everyone who's played it sort of, I guess it's a mixed bag. You either like it or you don't like it. Um, but yeah, I, I was one of the people that did like it, so that's a my of, top game. Yeah, well, that's that's a good choice, and yeah. it's actually a lot of people's uh, number one choice on the uh, on the GameCube. See, the reason why it didn't do so well is because they showed off a very dark and gritty Zelda game, and then they like brought out this thing. And that's totally different from what they've been showing. Everyone was like real excited, and then come the next Zelda game, which also mm. released very, very late on the GameCube, which was Twilight Princess, and that's what they were expecting yeah. to be Wind Waker. So uh, a lot of people were very mad, but if you actually play this game, it's actually a very good game. It's one of people's favorite Zeldas of all time. Yeah, well, I never actually played uh, Twilight Princess I played a couple of hours of it, but not really. Like I haven't finished it. Skyward Sword haven't finished. Yeah. I beat Breath of the Wild. Um, you know, I didn't play the Four Swords game on the GameCube, but I have that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was probably the first. I actually beat this before I beat uh, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Um, so I've beaten this and I've beaten Link to the Past. Well, the only Zelda games. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but I was actually surprised at the end how easy it was to finish the last boss. The hard part of the game was knowing where to go all the time. Yeah, and with the sailing, like, that's what they eliminated. Well, they've still got it, but it's less sailing in the HD remake that was on the Wii U. Because a lot of people hated how much sailing there was in the game. Yeah, um, <laughs> you have to, like, change the wind direction and do all sorts of things. There's a lot of yep. trial and error in that game. Um, yeah. But yeah, I liked it. I thought it was cool. So, yeah. anyway, why don't you give us a couple of honorable mentions, and then I'll give you a couple. An honorable mention would be like, I suppose I owned this game. Actually, I bought it with you on my 16th <laughs> birthday, and that was SSX Tricky. Um, I had it originally on the PS2, and I hadn't played it in years. And then when we went to Big W uh, for my birthday. And you gave me twenty dollars. Um, yeah. <laughs> I ended up buying this game because I was so excited when I saw it and for the price. And I played this with you. You couldn't get the hang of it. But oh, even even after after that, I would play it nonstop. I got 
as good as I once was on the PS2, then I'd take the GameCube to my dad's and I'd play it there. Then they would try and get into it and then they couldn't get into it. But just the music in that game and the levels and the ridiculousness of the tricks and the combos, fantastic, fantastic. Oh, that's um, fantastic. Like, even as another honourable mention, I'll I'll even say that I find Super Monkey Ball quite fun as well oh, on the cool. GameCube. Um, it, it's something different, mm. but it's also a very fun game. Um, I was telling uh, Lam, Michael Larman, because he just got a GameCube, yeah. he's like, what games do you recommend? And I'm like, Super Monkey Ball. And he's like, really? With yeah, like, a lol well, face? Actually. And I'm like, yes. Should play this game. Yeah, <laughs> mm. oh, no, that's um, it's a fun series. Yeah. Uh, well, one of mine was um, Luigi's Mansion. That was one of our first. It was actually the first game we had on the system. Um, oh, good. And it almost was in the top five, but yeah, just couldn't. I just sort of compared a few things, and it fell out to number six, I guess you'd say. But um, yep. yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was an interesting take on the character and the idea of sort of expanding the world a little bit. I mean, there hasn't really been much of a world to yep. Mario that you've seen in 3D other than, yep. you know, the castle and what lies beyond that castle, um, who knew? But, um, yeah, it's co- it sort of cool to see Luigi back in his um, own game. I think it was Mario was missing. It was probably the last one before that. I agree. Uh, like... In some ways, this is a the same <laughs> game minus the uh, educational properties. Yeah. But um, yeah, and there was another game we actually got on on the release, the GameCube called Spy Hunter, which was a there was one on the NES. Um, mm-hmm. It's about a car that like you know you can shoot and change into a motorbike and all sorts of things. Um, and that was quite fun. Okay. You wouldn't go out of your way to go get it, but it was a fun game. Yep. Um, so yeah, Hunter. those. I th- I think I know that game. Yeah, it's like you're a car and you can do all sorts of tricks and. Um, has little gadgets on the car and you just sort of go through the missions and it's like a James Bond sort of car and he transforms. I can't remember too much about it. It's been yonks since I played it, but yeah, it's quite fun. Okay. Um, Yeah, those those two are games that I owned um, and enjoyed it um, during the time that GameCube was, I guess, at its height. Uh, Good. Like, I, I wish I had actually purchased Luigi's Mansion back then because... Even though I've got it now, and I actually still haven't played it. Like, number three, I was blown away by that game. Like, I thought it was one of the most funnest games. This is probably, besides Mario Odyssey and Luigi's Mansion 3, is one of the saving graces of the Switch for me. Mm. Um, I even bought the first figures for statue of uh, Luigi with his vacuum. Because, yeah, I absolutely love the game. I still got to go back and play number one. Number two, I'm not sold on with how it's got, like, all these different levels. It's a bit yeah, different. Yeah, it's not bad, man. Like, it's it's playable. It really is. It's um, it's okay. Okay. I guess, if anything, once you finish the level, it saves and you can just go to the next part. Yep. Um, I beat that recently, so I've got to play the third one yet. But yep. I'd give it a go. Give it a go. All right, give it a go. But yeah, once again, I've got to beat the first one. But once again, I'm as I mentioned on the last podcast, I'm disappointed in myself because I was supposed to pull out Luigi's Mansion and actually play it when it when the GameCube was set up, and I forgot to. Oh, well, there's time. 
There's still time. There's still you time. You always get it. It's like cheap on the 3DS, like I said to you the other day. I know you want to yep. play it on the same hardware, but yeah, they might have fixed up some of the bugs in it. There you go. Maybe I'll I'll look into it. Into it. And um, so that's our GameCube games, uh, top five, done and dusted. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you go back into our library of episodes, there's an episode where we talk about that video games. Uh, sorry, the uh, video store closing down and yep. just a frantic dash to get down there because everything was five dollars to buy as many GameCube stuff. Now back then I was earning, I think I got two hundred and ten dollars a week as a first year apprentice, and yep. I withdrew two hundred dollars from the ATM and had a like a five dollar <laughs> ATM fee at some yep. strange ATM like up the road. <laughs> rushed down there and I just grabbed like I to be honest I grabbed some pretty poor choices um yeah. but I did get a few good things um so have a listen to the episode if you if you feel like it but um you know that that was a good moment in GameCube collecting yeah um to That's be honest good... I think I opted for the Wario game over the la- the um Fire Emblem game <laughs> yeah oh man what was hey, Wario Land is still pretty good well, I don't think it was Warrior Land. Warrior World. Yeah, Warrior World, yeah. yeah. But it's not Fire Emblem, is it? No, mm. no. Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so before we go on, for all those people listening, um, this RSS feed will be shutting down very shortly. Um, so for the people who are subscribed on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Dozer and Wooshka and wherever you can find this podcast, this will be moving on to another feed uh so you'll be able to find us same name same everything on apple in a couple of weeks again um but just under a new handle uh spotify you can already find us there uh you can find us now on google play so for all those with android uh you can find us there and there is a few more other hosts but i'll get a list of them and i'll mention it on the next podcast so if this does close down in the next couple of weeks, please move over and subscribe and please leave a, leave a review on the show. And um, that can really help get this podcast out to everyone who wants to listen. And yeah, and power on. <laughs>